o'clock hour of Wilde and Tausch begins now. And we'll get to some of your text messages, but I really have two questions in the aftermath of what we've heard so far out of a combined 45 minutes that Goody talked, I think. Half hour with the local Wisconsin media at the Combine, and then another 15 at the podium. And I'm uh, my great colleagues have sent me some transcripts that I'm going to work through during commercial breaks to try and get a better idea of what else has been said. But the two questions, Tausch, that I have, first of all, is one off of how you reacted to the early returns of what Goody said. And that is, do you think that the Rodgers era is over? And Goody's just not flat out saying it. Because, Tausch, is that an accurate depiction as you hang from the lattice rope ladder at Wisconsin Dells, how you feel? Like you're holding on for dear life that the era's not over, but you think it is. Yeah, is that I, an accurate I'm, depiction? I am not saying 100%. I'm not saying 90%, but I'm saying it is swayed, and it feels like for the first time in a long time, or ever, with Aaron Rodgers quarterback, you have not gotten the "he's our guy." Blah blah blah. You, you, you feel like those quotes that came out, and even listening to them, it hasn't changed my mind. It feels different. It feels like the end of an era. Yes. And then the other thing, and I asked John Wesley when he called, and I, I would ask everyone this. What are you rooting for? Like, if are you rooting for it to be over? Because as I look at the replies, Tausch, to Rob Domovsky of ESPN. What are the choices? Jordan Love era, draft, or a reined-in Rodgers, or just Rod- like what are, you, what are the choices? I would say after? the choices would be this. Uh, Rodgers with all his faults, right? Okay. Rodgers being Rodgers. Whatever that entails. Rodgers with some guardrails. Like, come to the damn off-season program, man. Mm-hmm. Don't complain on McAfee about their mental errors. Spend more time helping them fix their mental errors. Okay? Or rip off the Band-Aid. It's let the love train Get loose. Picked. Okay. So you got three choices. Get three choices, right? Two of them have Rodgers back. One does not. And I would predict that the one that has Rodgers not back wins in that poll. Yeah. I think Jordan Love wins that poll. Even with the guard, nobody is going to vote Rodgers unlimited. I don't think. Rod- Mr. Unlimited. <laughs> Roger. That was really good. So which way would you vote? I'm voting Rodgers guardrails. So am I. If I have to choose, Jesse? that's what I'm picking. What are the options again? I need them all. <laughs> Dynamite <laughs> drop in, Jesse. Uh, Your choices are you, can't Rogers you see me on unfettered. The <laughs> Ro- Rogers unfettered. This is it's fine that you ask because now it forces me to be more concise about our three options. Rogers unfettered. Just Rogers being Rogers. Whatever comes with that, still want him. Yep. Option two, Rodgers with guardrails, including the off-season program attendance part. Or three, let love in 
Time for Jordan Love. Rip off the Band-Aid. Not Trade Rodgers. It's Jordan Love time. No, don't want that one. No, no, no. Uh, a lot of people. A lot of people who do. No. Remember when we used to always say, you, "Lot of people." Mm, lot of people. It is really interesting to me when the rubber hits the road because now it's starting to feel more real. When these quotes, there's a lot of folks that get picks and do this, and then when it push comes to shove, and you're actually starting to see the decision makers make comments that lead you to believe that they're gone. Jesse, you have been. Almost to the point of the dude on Scalzo and Brush. What's the guy's name that's the Jordan Love guy? Mark in New Berlin. Huge kick yeah. out. Mark in New Mark Berlin. New Berlin. They, uh, it's hilarious. You have trended that way throughout this offseason. And now when the rubber's hitting the road, are you coming back and saying, oh, no, 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 I want Rodgers back now? I don't think Jordan Love is a viable option to be the starting quarterback if you're still hoping to win a Super Bowl. Like, I've said that last year. I've said that all along. I I think he was a bad draft pick. I don't think he's the guy. That's why I want to pick another quarterback this year that's actually going to be the quarterback of the future. So that's why I want Rodgers back. Draft that quarterback this year, and maybe you get a better one than what Jordan Love turned out to be. It was a bad timing, bad situation. Definitely shouldn't have traded up to get him in the first place deal like I'd rather have Derek Carr if you're going to move on from Rodgers I'd rather have Derek Carr than Jordan Love because I think Derek Carr still gives you a chance to win the division and compete for a Super Bowl I don't think Jordan Love does that unless Matt LaFleur is skipping the uh combine this week because he's doing all of his special projects creating a brand new playbook that's going to design his special offense for Jordan Love's skill set maybe that's what he's doing but I don't believe in Jordan Love as a starting quarterback for the Green Bay Packers for a chance to go win Super Bowls. I don't I don't think it's going to be sustainable. So, no, I'm not interested in that option. I would rather have Rodgers back for a year or two, draft another quarterback, and then have that guy be the quarterback of the future. 844-770-3776. 844-770-3776. Those are your options. Yeah, I still think if you're going to get rid of Rodgers, which is what at least I interpreted the statement this morning, you're giving Jordan Love the reins to this franchise. You're not going out. It is Jordan Love's time. If you believe, and Goody was not vague about his feelings on Jordan Love this morning. He was very adamant, at least in the text. He is ready to be a starting quarterback. I've had many conversations with him and his representation about what's going on. It's going to be the Jordan Love era moving forward, Jesse. So you're not going to say, oh, great, well, I'm going to go pick up Tom Brady to come in for a year. That option ain't there. It's Rodgers or Love. Goody has to make that call. The high-stakes poker game is on. 844-770-3776. 844-770-3776. Tausch is right about that. He did not in any way downplay what he thinks of Jordan no Love. Now, now I would I would also ask this. What else are his options there? Oh, it's easy. You Jason, we've been watching and waiting for Goody or LaFleur or someone to say 
glowing things outside of he's working hard, he is improving, he is uh, you know, he's learning, he's doing all this. That wasn't what he said this morning. This isn't the you know kind of generic oh niceness that you give players that you really don't know. This was more. We like what he's doing. We believe in Jordan Love. And, yeah, the question, what else would you say? You know this better than anybody. You know when you're getting faint praise. You know when you're getting just the most, I have to say this bit. That's not what Goody mm-hmm. said this morning. No, I agree. I agree. Eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. Does Lafleur believe well, that? Well, that's a great question. Now, that is a great question, and you know what? It'd be great. I can't wait. When's Lafleur at the combine? What time is his uh, presser? Uh, his is not scheduled because he's not at the combine. I understand. I was trying to like. Be, I still cannot believe. I can't believe he's not down there uh, because he's going over ninety three blast. What are you? What are we doing? I st- that is still absurd. He should be down there. Maybe he does. Maybe uh, there's a lot of question marks I have about that too. But Matt Lafleur should be down at the combine. Why do they call it combine? I don't know, grain combines. I don't know. You're harvesting. Is it because you're harvesting young talent? What is yeah, the I point? Know. I don't understand why it's called a combine. Can we get the origin of why it's called a combine? I will work on that. Uh, let's get right. let's get to a call, and then I'll look up why do they call it the NFL scouting combine. Eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. Let's talk to Ron in Sheboygan. Ron, good morning. Welcome, Will D. Tausch. How are you today? Good morning, gentlemen. Just one piece of news before I start on the Rogers thing. Defensive coordinator Leslie Frazier of the Buffalo Bills stepped down today. Think of anybody that might oh. have been a former player with defensive coordinator experience that might be stepping in there. Tasty. Yes, and in typical Very tasty. And in typical social media and fan fashion, there's a bunch of Bills fans celebrating that he stepped down. And now what they're really yeah, mad about is that uh he waited this long and now everyone's been hired. So Every fan base, I swear, hates their defensive coordinator. Or almost, almost as everyone. much as they hate their general managers. Also true. You know who played uh, some ball up in Buffalo? That could I be think Jim Leonard might have done that. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I, I heard that somewhere. Interesting. Yeah. Anyway, um, I, I, let me just throw out this regarding the, the combine. I don't think you guys have mentioned this, but I think there's something brewing regarding Rodgers, and I think that uh, they decided it was best not to have all the coaches down there to have to answer questions regarding it and also mm. to uh, potentially stem leaks at the steakhouse mm. from coaches and, and uh, regarding what the Packers are thinking about doing with Aaron Rodgers. Goody is very, very good at, at planning the future and how to lay that out without laying it out directly. And I think that's what he did today is he kind of laid out the direction of the team. Again, Jason, you always talk about listen to what they're saying. I think he laid it out. I think Tausch is right. I think he laid it out pretty well today that Aaron Rodgers is probably in Green Bay not taking you to a Super Bowl. And, and when you ask about what, what are your wishes, my wish is to win a Super Bowl. And I don't think that you're going to get that from Aaron Rodgers. He's proven time and time again 
I can boil it down to two words, Jason, and I think you'll understand this. It's self versus team. If you have a greater interest in self than you do team, that rubs off on players. And when it really comes down to crunch time, we've seen what's happened in the playoffs. The last two guys to win multiple Super Bowls are team over self. And I'm telling you, that that I think is where we're at. I think they've de- determined that the juice is not worth the squeeze anymore. The things that he says and does on the off season, it's just not worth it. His play deteriorated last year. We can debate why that happened, but unquestionably it did. And when your play at age 39 starts to deteriorate, is the juice worth the squeeze with his off-field antics? And the cost. I mean, the the that, things that he. Right. And everything else that comes. I, I, look, I agree, and that's why we give. And thanks for the call, Ron. I, I agree. And he has, Tausch, let's be honest, with how he has handled all this stuff and how he has talked for longer than just one year, he has created the image that it's self over team. He has. I don't, I, it's hard to, even for a toady. For him, it's hard to dispute that, that he has not made it seem like it's about his wishes, his wants, what are they doing for me. It is hard not to view it that way. But, I mean, at this point in your life and career, yeah, I won't argue with that piece of it, but I will say it's not. is it selfish for him to want to win a championship and to have guys that he knows will help him get there? Is that selfish, or is that just him being aware of what he needs? I don't know. Yeah, I didn't hear him complaining a ton when he had Devontae and they were winning divisions and going. It wasn't. Dirt. It was more about how they treated other veterans and how they drafted a quarterback. It wasn't all of that other stuff. Has he gotten more selfish as his careers went on? If you're going to just base that off of not being at the off off season stuff, he spent a full decade being there consistently all the time, mm-hmm. and he didn't win then either. So, I thought the most interesting part of Ron's call he brought up some good points there, but the part about not bringing the coaches down so they don't have to deal with a lot of this and a lot of the pillow talk. That goes on at these steakhouses and stuff. There might be something. Who makes the call? Is that Lafleur's call? Yeah, is that's that a great Mark Murphy saying don't do it? Because I just I can't fathom an entire coaching staff. So you're telling me none of the DB coaches, none of the old none of them are going. Is that what you're telling me? Yes, that's I think what we're telling you. That is a directive. Then I I mean allegedly I don't know for sure. <laughs> you and your I don't allegedly. know any. I don't know any offensive line coach in the world that is going to say, you know what, I don't really want to see how this kid moves in person. I'd rather just watch it on live barn or on live stream. No, I don't want to sit down and have a talk with him and go over X's and O's on a chalkboard and sit down and have a meal with him. You know line coaches. You know coaches. It's against everything in their DNA, what Matt LaFleur said. Why ain't he there? Is what Ron's saying, does he have some validity to that? It makes me wonder. I know that. I would think it would make you wonder. It makes me wonder.
We'll get to some of your texts. And then we'll talk about LabCorp, too. Coming up next, it's Wilde and Tausch. Really no updates, you know, again, I think, uh, like I was talking earlier, um, haven't had the conversations that we need to have yet, so really, really no update, um, but looking forward here to being an MB and, and, and look at these prospects and try to help this football team. Yeah, there's been some contact back and forth, um, obviously he's, he's had some things on his plate, uh, but hopefully those things will happen soon. Do you want him back as the quarterback in fact? Yeah, I think, you know, th- those discussions have to happen and making sure that it's the right fit, but um, obviously we know the kind of player that Aaron is. And, um, you know, once we have those conversations, we'll, we'll be able to move forward a lot more to say. And that is a portion of what Brian Gutekunst has said this morning in Indianapolis. Lots of questions about Aaron Rodgers. Not a lot of questions about draft status. And as excited as he may be to be an Indy for the Combine, <laughs> nobody really well, asked that, him much about that. Well, that part of this is actually good for Goody because those guys, you know, Ted and uh, always having to kind of make stuff up. And at least this way, you know, it's going to be one topic. You have to dial in how you want it messaged because, trust me, we're not the only people dissecting what's going on here and what we think he means by what he's saying. So while the attention is glaring, that part of it, you're not hearing. Well, what do you think about the guard from Northwestern? Or what do you think about this? It's, it will simplify Goody's life, but this is a monster decision. That I'm still curious who's in charge of making. I still don't know. Right. I don't know. Goody can feel a certain way, and I'm vibing that he does. I don't know what Mark Murphy's thoughts are. Because... Siloed up, he. Uh, let me ask you this, Wildy. If yes, Matt LaFleur and Murphy meet and they have their discussions, which I guess with the new non siloed approach you have, you think if Matt LaFleur goes up, you think he's saying we need Rodgers back to Mark Murphy? Uh, no yes, duty in the but room. Yes. But not as oh, with guardrails, ad- yeah. with those beautiful guardrails. Yes, but not as adamantly as he would have previously. So who does? And this was the question I had when the decision was made, and everybody's like, "Oh, they'll always, they'll always be in unison because it'll be easy." I don't think they're in unison. I think Goody's like it's time to move on, and I'm guessing Mark Murphy's going to listen to everybody involved. Russ Ball's probably saying, let's get this contract off these books. I could start manipulating a lot more. Right. Matt LaFleur, whose advice is he going to heed more? Or is it strictly going to be Mark Murphy's gut that tells him what to do? I, I don't know the answer to that. But it is Mark Murphy's call. This isn't Goody's call. This will be Mark Murphy's call. So you don't think that there's a scenario where he, Goody, Goody doesn't want him back and Mark Murphy says, to use your favorite word, acquiesce, and just says, okay, if that's what you think is best, that's, I'm gonna, I'll support you in your decision. 
No, I think that can happen, but I'm asking if you have your head coach who up until last year was the guru of all gurus coming up to you and saying, I need him back. Jordan's not ready. And you have Goody saying, I'm done with this. I want uh, Jordan Love to – it's time. Who's Mark Murphy going to listen to? Whose advice? That's always the problem when you don't have – With the structure, yes, exactly. So that's my point. That's why I didn't like it. That's why Bob Harlan didn't like it. That's why Ron Wolf would have never been the general manager if he had to go to Tom Bratz or Jerry Perrins or whoever was in charge and said – you know what? I want Favre. Well, no, we like Mikowski. We're going to stick with Magic. Right. Well, I can't do what I want. I'm out. I would think, I just sense, and I don't know if you sense it, I sense there's more tr- more friction up there than I think people believe. This, These are the decisions that really show what kind of relationship you truly have. It's yeah. all swimming when you're 13 and 4 and you're hosting playoff games and you're the one seed. It ain't when you're 8 and 9, you don't have a playoff and you don't know what the hell you're going to do with your quarterback and you got split government when it comes to figuring out who you're picking. Who do you choose? How do you go about your process and who has the final say on it? Somebody should ask Goody today, "Hey, if you want to get rid of him but LaFleur wants to keep him, what do you guys do?" Great question. Well, we'll work through it. Well, no. Hey, you can't work through it. Somebody's got to make a call. This is the big boy league. Ted Thompson always said, put your big – Is he gonna? who's putting the big boy pants on? Who's even wearing the pants? I'm asking. I don't know. I, I, and I can't answer that question for you because I don't know either. That is a problem in itself. Somebody that's covered this team 28 years – and you can't answer me that question. And it's not because you're not working. It's because nobody will tell you. Who makes the call? LabCorp makes the call when it comes to getting products ready for markets. How's that for a segue? I appreciate Jason. We've talked a while. Me, you, Big Cat, Jesse, all available to get picking up a little bit of extra spending cash, whether we want to go on vacation, get that home renovated, whatever it is. LabCorp has you covered. Right now, you have studies for healthy adults age 18 to 60 with a body mass index between 18 and 32. That study involves one stay of eight nights plus seven follow-up visits, and you can be compensated up to $10,328, and you receive up to 300 per qualified participant. And this is where the weekend comes into play. Jason had the heavy set fella or gal clomping around up above his hotel room that we. He's getting, he slides a LabCorp thing under the door to say, hey, you want to pick up a little cash? Healthy, overweight males and females ages 18 to 55. Females must be of non-childbearing potential with a BMI of 30 to 39.9. That study involves one stay of six nights with two follow-ups. Comp can be up to 3700 bucks provided for your time and participation. Go to LabCorpClinicalTrials.com. That's LabCorp. ClinicalTrials.com. More Wildy and Tausch next. You're listening to Wildy and Tausch on 94.5 ESPN. Presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and sponsored by American Family Insurance. 
Every time I touch that track it turns into gold Everybody knows I got the magic in me When I hit the floor the girls come snapping at me Now everybody wants a breast of magic magic As they sing in Hamilton He was in the room where it happened. He is in Indianapolis. And he asked the question that we've been replaying. And the, yeah. And then the answer that Goody gave. From Fox 6 in Milwaukee, he is our friend. And yes, we're poaching him a little bit from his usual gig, uh, not only for Fox 6, but hanging out with Uncle Homer. It is Tim Van Voren on Wilde and Tausch. Timmy, good morning. How are you, buddy? A pleasure. Good to be on with you guys. I'm doing fine. So you were in the room where it happened. You have <laughs> the feel for the vibe, the way Goody answered his various questions that you and others posed. How did you walk out of that room feeling about Aaron Rodgers and the future of the Packers at the quarterback position? I think it should be noted up front that Brian Gutekunst did not close the door to anything today. I think that has to be mentioned because a couple of times things looped back around and he did, he did get back to that point. Having said that, I didn't walk out saying they can't wait to have Aaron Rodgers back. Uh, there was a lot of optimism for, Aaron, for Jordan Love. Jordan Love is ready to go. All options are on the table. Um, you know, what's the timetable? Well, we, we need to get to some of this stuff pretty quickly. All those things were uh, what I would walk out of there using as a little bullet point list, Jason. So when he said, yeah, it has to be the right fit, your antenna went up? <laughs> uh, yes. Yes, no question about it. And, you know, is this is this leverage? Is this sending a message to Aaron and Aaron's camp? I, You know, is this sending a message to the rest of the league? I don't know about how all that will ultimately be divined. If you take out a divining rod when we're all done with all this stuff, uh, what was said, when, and what did it really mean? But, again, the takeaway would be more... Jordan Love is ready to play. We're making decisions for this football team. Uh, you know, th- there were some questions about uh, you know, at some point, you just seem to kind of get to that next chapter. And good comes today, the, the vibe, if you're asking me about it, the vibe, the uh, the feel from him was very much, you know, he's he's come to the point where he's ready for those things if that's what happens here. So, Tim, I coming into this today, I kept thinking they signed Aaron to the deal. Yeah, there's some maneuvering. I think they want. Aaron Rodgers to be at minicamp. I think they want him more invested. And then when I saw the quotes that came out and listened to them, it felt like there was a change. And that change may have happened when they had their exit interviews and then Rodgers went on McAfee. What do you think happened in those meetings? Because, Goody, it sounds like they haven't been in a ton of contact, nothing meaningful since they had those exit interviews. What's your best guess on how that exit interview went between Goody and Aaron Rodgers? I don't know, Taos, to be honest with you. And, and uh, you know, Brian Goodekunst was, 
was pretty evasive about that today. Just kind of said, well, that was more about the season. We talked about the season. We didn't really talk about the direction of things uh, going forward. So has there been a change since then? I would agree with you. There's been no, it sounds like there's been real no, no substantive contact whatsoever between the two sides. Um, And obviously, you know, the Packers have been, they have had to be moving along here with their plans for the next season. I I thought Brian Gutekunst went out of his way to say that, you know, we don't have two different lists here. We don't have two different scenarios for the roster. If Rodgers is here, if Rodgers is not here. So he's publicly saying we're making our decisions as we are making our decisions. So did something come from that exit interview? Did something come reading uh, the tea leaves or reading the comments that have been made elsewhere? Uh, are the Packers just, you know, I don't know, fed up, whatever the word is, the description is for, you know, what took place out at the golf tournament and kind of the, uh, you know, the transfer portal type mentality that Aaron Rodgers seemed to be exhibiting. I, you know, I don't really know. I can't speak to that. And again, Goodkins did not answer those things directly. He was ready for this line of questioning. There's no doubt about that. His podium session with the national media was very short, uh, but his it was extensive with the local media. And again, it was like you said, Tausch, it felt like a change, at least publicly, a shift. Again, was there a message there? Is there something behind that? We'll see. But publicly, a shift toward a different position. Yeah, it just feels like in the past it's always been Aaron Rodgers is going to be our quarterback. Doesn't matter mm-hmm. if he's bashing the organization, didn't, all of the indecisiveness, uh, it never, that never wavered. It did feel like it's wavered today. And then you pile on the fact that the this wasn't the vanilla, oh, Jordan Love is improving. There was some, you felt more confident. I think everybody after watching last season, seeing that he improved, but it almost feels like Goody now believes that Jordan Love is ready and he will hand the reins over to the franchise because they believe that Jordan Love can handle it now. I didn't sense that prior to really the middle part of this season either. That also feels like a change when you're talking about what Goody had to say. I think you're on the money, as you so often are, Tausch. His previous comments go back several years about Jordan Love. They were not negative about Jordan Love, but they were far less committed about Jordan Love Mm -hmm. than they were today. The comments about Aaron Rodgers in the past, we want him back, and their actions would follow the words. Today, far less committed publicly about having Aaron Rodgers back. So... You know, if you're just reading them in closed captioning, they're not that different. But in terms of the vibe, in terms of the sell, I think it's a big contrast, no question. And I've said on uh, Homer and Tony's show many times, this is my belief on it. Aaron Rodgers has known every single time we've gone through this that the Packers would take him back, no matter what, that they would take him back. And this is the first offseason I think he realizes they may not. And now it's mm-hmm. a game of... You know, it's kind of a stare down as to who's going to play the first card on what the next step is going to be here, Rodgers or the Packers. Yeah, the other thing I have for you, Tim, that I find interesting and I don't know the answer to, and I don't know if anybody does, but with the new with that power structure shift that they did after they let Mike McCarthy and Ted Thompson go, what happens if Matt LaFleur says, I want Aaron Rodgers back, and Brian Gutekunst says, it's time to move to Jordan Love. What? How does Mark Murphy decipher that? Is it Mark Murphy's uh, call at the end then to say, no, we're keeping Aaron? Do you know how that works? I think as soon as you're going there with that question, I think it's fascinating. Is Mark Murphy, you know, I assume Russ Ball doesn't weigh in with a vote on that, okay? 
okay, if the three guys are answering to Mark Murphy, I, I assume Russ Vall doesn't weigh in with a vote on what's the Rodgers' future. So if you have Lafleur in one place and Gutekunst in, in another place, is Murphy the, the, the tie-breaking vote there? It could very well be that. And, yeah, I mean, maybe this is really putting too much conspiracy theory into things, but the Packer coaches are not here this year. That's the first time they have not been here. Uh-huh. Not a monster surprise because last year Sean McVay didn't come here and, and, and speak, and Matt LaFleur obviously close to that camp and was kind of at the time saying, hey, that sounds pretty good. So maybe it's just as simple as we want to stay back in Green Bay and, and not be here. But maybe it's we don't want to have be answering those questions because, A, we don't necessarily just want to answer them, or, B, maybe we're not unified. Who knows? There's just so much intrigue in this great parlor game that we're going through for another offseason. All right, Tim, talking with Tim Van Voren of Fox 6 uh, in Milwaukee. Tim, we got to let you go because I know you've got a lot of work to do. Last thing, though, because you always have this, and this is one of the many things I love about being your friend, but you always have a different thought that I haven't thought of, and it gives me pause. And as it was happening, I was kind of wondering about how the Packers felt about it, but you mentioned the golf tournament, and you mentioned the transfer portal vibe that that had mm. and these fans and Rogers really steering into that skid of, Oh, well, the one we heard the most was the Raiders and then him going on McAfee thereafter and saying, I've never been a free agent before. I don't know what that feels like. Don't you think, because you were the one who brought that up. Don't you think that that is among the things that he has done that just rub people the wrong way and i always keep saying this for goody this has to still be a personnel decision not a personal decision but we are all humans and i don't know how that kind of thing doesn't rub goody the wrong way which is why some of the stuff we heard in recent weeks about him venting frustrations or whatever it's been has gotten my attention, and I thought, I can see him feeling that way. Have you kind of felt that same vibe? I have. That, that golf tournament, as I say, I mean, maybe that's an oversimplification the way I summed it up, but that is what I was watching. What? This, this guy's under contract for $59 million a year. The, the best people I have worked for in my career value a lot of certain things, but loyalty is one of them, and, and you could be a great employee for 10 years. And if you show some disloyalty toward your organization, I think that carries a lot of weight in some of those situations. And if I'm the green Bay Packers, I mean, I'm I'm not, you can't get in their minds. They can make their own decisions, obviously, but it did throw me a little bit watching that. I'll say that for sure. Yep. Yep. Timmy, you're the best. Thanks for making time for us. I know how busy you are down in Indy. We appreciate you. Hey, fun to be out with you guys. It should be a fun week too. (laughs) Yeah. I don't think it's over. (laughs) That is Tim Van Voren of Fox 6 in Milwaukee. He is at the NFL Scouting Combine. He was in the room asking the pertinent questions, including his very direct, do you want Aaron Rodgers to be your quarterback question? And the answer was, yeah, it's got to be the right fit. I I think his yeah is more of his way of starting an answer. I agree. I don't think his yeah is a yes, indeed. I think in order to, to actually say, indeed. yes, indeed, I do, that would be more definitive. A couple of things that Tim brought up there. 
Obviously, he felt the same way I did from a vibe standpoint. Sure. It's different. We all agree on that. That doesn't mean he's gone, but it means it's more it's more viable than ever before. And the whole idea of the coaches not wanting to have to take on all of the questions, especially Matt LaFleur, about Aaron and the fact that he may feel a completely different way about him than Brian Gutekunst and not wanting to go against the organization is fascinating. I don't think that's some conspiracy theory. Mm-hmm. I think there is a lot there. A lot there. Because I just still... Sean McVay, you would think, okay, great. He won a Super Bowl. His team stunk last year. I think you'd want to do the opposite of what he did. He didn't even want to coach last year. True. And it showed. So you want to, you want to mimic that? And they didn't have any draft No, picks, thank you. Right? Hey, what is Belichick, what is Belichick doing? I, I would look at maybe it Bill's down there. You know, what are all the other coaches? Most of the coaches, you love football. You want to be around players. Coaches will always tell you, man, the building ain't the same. Well, we ought to be around players. Now you get a chance to go be around players and know, I want to stay up in Green Bay where we're getting five inches of snow, and I want to sit around and break down 93 Blast. Do a little digging. Research that and see, why would you say that? There might be more. As Paul Harvey said, there might be more to that story. That's not... <laughs> No, Paul Harvey used to say, and now you know... The rest of the story, which we well, don't know. Not my Paul Harvey. <laughs> I've heard it both ways. We'll get to a couple more of your texts next. It's Will Tausch. Jesse has put a poll in the field. Uh, it was critiqued and... Debated, edited, but it's out there, Jerry. And it reads as such. How would you like to see the Packers move forward at quarterback? Option one. Rodgers unfettered. Let Rodgers continue to do what he wants. That's Option not going to get a lot of votes. Option two. Rodgers Air quotes, with guardrails. Bring Rodgers back what, with specific parameters in place, like come to the offseason program, let's not throw people under the bus, etc. Best version of yourself, as I put it. Or option three, let the Jordan Love era begin. Early returns. Let the Jordan Love era begin 69.1%. Oh, my God. Well, Jesse, you're in that camp. I don't know what you're talking about. No, I'm not. I've never been in the... I have never once said I'm in the let Jordan Love era begin camp. You want Rodgers gone. You wanted him traded. You want Derek Carr. 
to be the quarterback of the G&G. I want Aaron Rodgers to be the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers in 2023. If Aaron Rodgers okay. is not wanting to be the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers, then I want Derek Carr to be the quarterback. I do not want Jordan Love to be the starting quarterback of the Green Bay Packers because it means you have a 0% chance to win the Super Bowl. He's not, he's not wrong. Uh, second place in our balloting. Zero percent. I'm not going there. There's a chance. Jordan Love is not as bad. Jordan Love is has gotten better. I agree. And there have been plenty of teams. That, do I think they'll win the Super Bowl next year? No, I don't. Do I think that they can win a Super Bowl down the road with Jordan Love? I would sure hope so. He's a first-round pick with first-round pedigree. Right, but and he's getting but better. He said next year. Brian Gutekunst just told you. But he said Jesse said next year. What percentage chance do you think there is that the Packers will win the Super Bowl in twenty twenty three with Jordan Love at quarterback? It's less than five percent. Okay. Yeah. That 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 okay. It's not very uh, good. I would agree with that. So your choices again in our poll. Uh right now six now we're up to sixty nine point nine percent just in the time that we spent debating what Jesse wants. Start the Jordan Love era. Rodgers with quote-unquote guardrails, 22.2%. Rodgers unfettered, still 7.9%. What do you make of that? Aaron Rodgers has been a great quarterback here. There are a lot of people that love Aaron Rodgers. It's getting smaller. It's dwindling. It's down to 7.9%. Two years ago, that's 90%. That's what we've seen drop off with some of the stuff that he's done off the field and what he did on the field performance-wise. He is dropping. It's February. These numbers will look different in October. They would. I don't know if we'll ever even go back to look at them. It is different when it's the off season. We know that with everything. But Aaron Rodgers... With some of the things that you mentioned, Timmy Van Voren, it is, it's rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. People don't like him as much. And they put up with him when he was an MVP. When they go 8-9 and nine and don't make the playoffs, when there's seven teams that make the playoffs, mm-hmm. people will jump off your ship. No guardrails needed. They'll jump. They'll get off. They'll say, let me get on that love boat. Let's see what that's got, because Jordan Love can miss the playoffs too, and at a lot less of a price tag. That's why these numbers are what they are. Uh, I know you wouldn't just tell everyone to just chill when it comes to all this, but you would certainly tell them that if you're going to enjoy yourself a beverage, that it should be Coors Light. I bet Goody had a couple Coors Lights uh, last couple days planning for this uh, onslaught that he knew was coming. He needs to chill. Everybody needs to chill. I hope everybody takes their time and makes sure they make good decisions. Grab yourself a Coors Light while you're contemplating. Brewed with a three-step cold process. Cold lagered, cold filter, and it's cold packaged. So it is made to chill. And make sure those mountains are baby blue. That's when you know Coors Light's cold activated bottles and cans are chilled to perfection. That's why it is Coors Light in my hand when I need a moment to chill. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. We're going to shift this discussion a little bit and talk a little bit about Jordan Love himself and what Goody exactly said about Jordan Love. We'll do that to kick off the 11 o'clock hour, which begins 
in two minutes. So stick around. It's Wilde and Tausch. 